This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's please go. welcome D-Tech Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Ted, raise that 12th man flag. Oh, yeah. Is that too much sun for you? I think I'll be okay. <laughs> I like living like a vampire. I was recording a promo for a wrestling event, so I lowered the blinds. All right, all right. Otherwise, too much light. I can't handle it. <laughs> it's just fun because these are like those chain blinds that you pull, and it looked like you were raising a 12th man flag when you were right, doing right. it. Right, with the two hands. I know. I do it every time. Oh, there we go. Wouldn't that be the cool... I know like, it's a random thing just to start the podcast on, but that's just what we do. How cool would it be to have that opportunity to raise the 12th man flag? That would be awesome. What would be better? I don't have an. Uh, I don't have a comparison. I'm just asking you. Like, I just feel like feel like I have a better shot of eventually getting to do the scarves up. Oh, you absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm actually shocked that they haven't given you that opportunity yet. Yeah, we. Sh- yeah, you know, I mean, you've been a uh, you've been banging that Sounders drum since day one. Yeah, you're a massive supporter of theirs. I mean, but I, I feel the same way sometimes with the Kraken. I'm like, well, I mean, come on, like, show a little love. I've been giving you guys love before you even existed <laughs> for like 20 years. I mean, I've been banging that, bring hockey to Seattle drum. Yeah, I always, but, I always tell people. Like I think we've talked about it. Like there's there's certain radio people who I think have an inside to the club. Yeah, I seem to have the uh, inside to the fans. Yeah, and it's it's a, it's a dumb thing. I know we've talked about this before, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. But it, it, sometimes it does get under your skin when you see like all these other media people open up like. Look at the brand new jersey the Sounders gave me that's personalized with my name or a Kraken or look at all right. this. That's so great. And you're like, I know for a fact you do not care about the sport. Like, I've never seen you say a single thing about the sport. But how do you? You don't. There's no way for any of us to be like, hey, what about me? Even if like you had like listeners be like, hey, you know, Steve Ted or this and that. It does. It's, not, it's never a good look. No. Like, like there's certain things you just, nobody can be an advocate for you. And you can't be an advocate for yourself. It's just like, okay, I guess I'm just, I just don't exist to them. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is weird because I can go, I can walk into the ECS section any day of the week and be right. like, "Welcome with open arms." But I always say that. Then I deal with like the PR people for um, the Kraken, and they're the greatest people in the world. Like they're always just like, "What do you need? We'll hook you up with a player. We'll do whatever we can." John Forsland, anytime. Like passes to go to the game when I wanted an opening night. I was media credentials, so I say all that. It's really just whoever like. The person in marketing probably doesn't have any idea who we are and doesn't Correct. care. It's not like the entire team or like the person on social media has no idea who we are. But, you know, you, you, you create it in your head. You're like, the whole team hates me. <laughs> no, they don't. They're awesome, actually. Right. And I'm probably I'm probably one of those old people. They were like, well, we know we'll hook you up with tickets for this and that. I'm like, no, I'll just sit in my seat. It'll be fine. Right, right. <laughs> I just want a jersey for free. Is that too much to ask? Can I just raise the scarf? Did you see Char- Chad Marshall do it before the uh, no. CONCACAF Champions League final? Uh-uh. So he did it, and then he's up on that little stage, right? And then he chugged a beer. Then they gave him another beer, and he chugged it. Oh. 
I love that. You wouldn't see that like in a Mariners thing. <laughs> After like, someone throws out a first pitch, not gonna be like, here, fireball. <laughs> it was, I know, it was just because like you could tell they had a plan and like the dude like running it hands him one. And then when he leans over and they hand him another one, I was like, Oh, Chad, you are a legend. Man, I think though if I had a pick, I would the twelfth man flag. It has to be. I oh, yeah. For I don't Seattle? Know, did the Kraken have, I know, like, I think they had one time they had someone, like, run, ring a horn, but I didn't see that at every game, so I don't know if they're, like, having yeah, the really... And the 12th man flag is just so cool. I mean, it's right before the game, and that place is so loud. Oh, it's everything. You also get, like, the greatest hype package made about you. Like, yeah. I want all of it. Like, I'm not just going up there just to do the flag and, like, wave a, fla- a, a towel or a flower. I don't know what I'm talking about. I want, like, the whole... He's been on the radio for 20 years. You know, I have like that all, like the words and like the anthemic music. And then it all just kind of cr- like crescendo. Yes. And then the whole crowd. And he's been a Hawks fan since he was a kid. We're <laughs> <laughs> just going to start adding fake facts. It's true. I like that when Steve Largent was on the team. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. I'm just thinking about me. It's like he's been a fan <laughs> since, since he was 18 on the East Coast. He was born into a Seahawks family on enough in Washington, D.C. Right. <laughs> he told John Schneider to draft Russell Wilson. Well, that's, I mean, that's like last year was at the Niners game. Like, everybody's like, like, oh yeah, man, got that Corn Robinson jersey, yes. blah, blah, blah. Yes. It's not even my jersey. It is now. You, you, that's when you became a fan. Oh, dude, I, so with Sounders stuff, like our tickets are so close in the North End. I've gotten used to seeing us like when we score a goal, but Blitz put out a video the other day of him pumping up the crowd. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh man, that looks like the Niners game. And he turns and like the camera follows him as he like turns around and you could see me in that jersey just like, oh, yes. that's amazing. Yeah. I was like, nice. He taught Cam Chancellor how to hit people. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's raising that 12th man flag. You know who's raising it uh, the first game this year? Okay, who? Future. All right, yes! (laughs) I I pitched. It's so funny you say that because I was like, I know it's petty, but what if Future raised the 12th man flag? Or Golden Tate, Doug Baldwin, all the players that had some Richard Sherman. Those three, because they always have been very vocal about whatever. Like they, they, yeah. they, there's rumors, or they've actually legit been vocal about their issues with Russell Wilson. And then I was like, how long does it take you to teach somebody how to sing? Because I think singing the national anthem, his his ex wife Ashton Wilson. <sighs> Could you imagine that? What if she knows how to sing? I would give her the opportunity. I will say this. I do hope when he shows up, he gets a warm reception. Like, Russell, because I always say, like, the tough part about Russell is, like, he got us the first Super Bowl. He kept us winning for years. Ten years. And it doesn't take away. Like, he did go to those hospitals every Tuesday. So, I love everything he did for the community and, and this and that. So, I hope people, like, when he gets announced, give him a big round of applause. Once the game starts, boo the hell out of him. Oh, dude, I, I always I always preface on the air. And like, the NFL was petty as hell to schedule that game. First game of the season? I know, like the, I know the schedule already dictated that they were taking on the Denver Broncos, but... I'm excited that it's the first game of the year. I agree 100%. I think, because look, the Seahawks are not going to be good this year. I think if we have a chance of beating um, the Broncos, it's that first week. Right. Do you want to have the Seahawks coming into the game at 2-6, and six, taking on like the 5-3 the and three Denver Broncos who are like on a five-game winning streak? Or do you want to take them on when everyone hasn't figured each other out? The first few games have typically, they don't dictate how the entire season's going to go because people are still figuring their crap out. 
Yeah, the first three weeks of the NFL season are always kind of odd. Yeah, so let's let's take advantage of that because this is our really our probably our only chance to beat them, and maybe that's the momentum that this team needs to go all the way to the playoffs. <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> Dude, that would be so insane, though. Well, I wish I kind of like Pete can't say it, and I they talk around it, and like they're gonna compete. That's not, of course. But, but like, look, this year's not gonna be good, so it'd be kind of nice just come out and be like, listen, twelves, let's like the, the stadium's already loud. Let's just make it as hostile as it can. This is like, a championship game, right? This is gonna be a long year, so mm-hmm. let's just try to win as many home games as we can, and let's just play spoiler for other people, right? But, like, let's start on a high note. The weather's gonna get crappier, and so is this team. Yeah. That should be the slogan. <laughs> right, because when you get into like late October, early November, you gotta play a bunch of games and at that point, oh. like it's gonna you're in the, the, the just the and dog the Rams days. Rams are just gonna pounce us repeatedly with Bobby Wagner. Oh god. Right. So I'm just saying, like, that's a tough part of the season. But like that's how I just play, look, boys, we're winning stuff at home. Right. This is the game we need to win. After yeah. this, we don't give an F. This is the 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 bitter ex boy. This is like you hiring a really hot call girl to show up to the same event that your ex girlfriend's at. Right, and then the other thing too is like <laughs> a stretch, but you know what I mean. Well, that's the other weird thing about this breakup <laughs> is like it's like breaking up with a girl that like she did a lot of stuff that was cute when you dated her, and now yeah. you're like that ain't cute at all, honey. Right. All right. It's just annoying. Right. I thought it was okay when you named our dog after where we live, but now you're living with this guy and you're naming your dog after that. That's stupid. Yeah. And when do I get to see Kirkland again? <laughs> Dude, every time we go in here, we talk about it. I'm like, I know. I'm about to say something that sounds like a bitter ex-boyfriend to Russell Wilson. It is, but it is. But I do legit love the guy. And I like. I don't want to see him do well this year. I ain't going to lie. I don't care if you ends up having incredible seasons with the Denver Broncos after this year. I want the Broncos to suck so we get that good draft pick. After that, I don't care. You know, what that's I mean? like, a good call. I don't want to root for him this year. I don't want to see him get hurt. I don't want to see him like like. I want to see the team just suck just as bad as the Seahawks did for him last year. And let's just have that. That way, we get a good draft pick. Otherwise, it's like what? I don't want to cheer for this guy and get and then he gets a, then we get crap. <laughs> well, I know, but they're going to be good. I know. I keep telling myself that. You know, maybe he breaks another finger. I think ideally, right? Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like this, I'm just being a realistic Seahawks. Sierra's on Sports Illustrated, and yeah. oh my gosh, like keep like we're gonna we're not gonna be good this year. They're gonna be good. The next year is a bunch of quarterbacks. Like yes. I want to see like four years from now. Can you imagine a rematch? But this time in the Super Bowl, bro. But this time it's the Seahawks piloted by whoever Treat against him, Russ, yes. Russell Wilson in the Broncos. Treat him like Peyton Manning in Super Bowl Forty Eight. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, my God. It would be worth it. These next few years would be worth it for that. Yeah, and if I'm Russell Wilson, man, first of all, you got to deal with that division. And then you got to deal with coming back and playing Seattle where you know Prez is going to try to put, put a lick on him. Like oh, he's, God, yeah. And then you got to go face Bobby Wagner at some point in the season. It's like... You're not ha- you're not wearing that red bib. Bobby's gonna hit you. Yes, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> we can be friends after this game, Russ. Did you see? Um, man, I had. A, did you see DK Metcalf's t- tweet today? No. So Isaac Harris, who's a writer for like the Dallas Mavericks of all things, not even in the NFL. Like he, all right. So I guess he wrote an article or wrote something. Oh no, he was responding to uh, DK Metcalf. I see why now. So he DK wrote a tweet saying Warriors in five, and I got to imagine they're taking on the Mavericks. They are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> Isaac didn't take lightly to that and responded, "Seahawks be lucky to hit five wins this year." To which DK responds, "Ask your mama how many wins we gonna get." <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the little Wayne and Mark Cuban stuff? 
No. So Mark, so little Wayne uh, is buddies with Chris Paul. So he was courtside for Game Seven. Uh, so Mark Cuban and he he had he tweeted out like a couple weeks ago. Luca Luca a ho. Wait, Mark Cuban tweeted that out? No. Oh. <laughs> little Wayne did. Okay. I was like, wow. So Mark Cuban went back, found the tweet, retweet, quoted it with a picture of him courtside, and then quoted Wayne's own lyric that like same old. What's it say? I can't remember, but something like. Blah blah blah. You you're in the front row. Oh, it's a S show. You in front row. Okay, and tagged him in it, which I thought was pretty funny. Like used his own lyric against. Do you think Mark Cuban knew that lyric or found or had somebody like a part of his like team that's like find me something that'd be funny to say to Mark to Lil Wayne. Man, that's a tough question. But that's another problem. So then Wayne comes back over the top. He deleted it, but was like Mark Cuban, don't make me smack you up. Like I'm gonna. But a number one in your mouth or something. No, he didn't. But so he deletes Gosh, it. But then it's just Twitter people. But then people keep posting pictures. They're like, there's pictures of Wayne partying with with uh, with Mark Cuban after the Dallas one, oh. and they're like, so I think they have to kind of know each other. So maybe they're just playing around. That that's what it could be. Yeah, but it's it was like just trash talking, having some fun, which is still random. That Lil Wayne and Mark Cuban are trash talking each other. Right, and it's also like Little Wayne has a ton of money, but it's like, yo, Mark Cuban, a billionaire. Right, right. He's like, you have chump change compared to him. Ted Talks, starring the Tech Smith. <laughs> uh, I say it. I feel like I've said this one a lot. Uh-oh. Just be there. Put in the effort. Sometimes it sucks. Friends, family, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just just put in, put in the effort. Try to, you know... I, you know, like I always say, me and my brother have that yearly trip or whatever, which isn't anything big, but we just try to schedule time. Yeah. You know, I try to see other friends and, you know, I'm going to fly back east here and see some family. So just, just put in the time because, I mean, we've seen with the pandemic, with everything else going on, like it, 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 you just don't know. I legit was just thinking that yesterday. I was like, I haven't seen like, you know, our buddies, J-Mac. I saw, we saw J-Mac at the roast, but I haven't Correct. seen months and since he's had a kid and I'm like, ah. Got to plan a day to go get some food with those guys. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's, it's not a chore. It's actually something I always look forward to. It's just, I suck at planning things because everything's, you like, you probably saying, like, go, 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 go. Right, you're busy. Right. And then all of a sudden, you're like, crap, where did the year go? I haven't seen this person in like eight months. Correct. Like, yep. so, you know, I don't feel so bad. Months and still hasn't seen my child. It's been two and a half years. So I'm not feeling that terrible. Uh, <laughs> do you remember the time when we were wasted? And we we FaceTimed him and Jay, and we just laid the guilt trip on Munson oh, yeah. about not seeing my kid. I don't think he's ever going to see my kid out of spite now. <laughs> I remember he's just, he's wasted, we're wasted, and then we just took like a, on a special episode of FaceTiming with Mike Munson. And... <laughs> We're like, Michael, when are you going to see my child? And it just went from like everyone giving each other crap to him, like legit looking like he felt bad. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I, I, for some reason, like I have a few friends, you're one of them where like the kids are born and I actually like see them when they're like babies. Yeah. But like my buddy, Maddie C like same thing when he had his first kid, like I randomly like rented a car one week and was like, dude, I'm cruising around. I'm going to stop by and see your kid. Yeah. But then our other friends, like we kept it going for like same thing, like two years. Like, are you ever going to meet his kids? <laughs> right, right. And it's funny. Like I have some friends like that have met her when she was right away born. Like you have yeah. met her and then Jay, I'm like, and I want to be like, you know, she's a lot more fun now that she actually walks around. Like she has a personality. It's like. But you're right, dude. We got to make more time. That's also a big part of why I always try and find reasons to like you and I have like our silly slumber parties. Yeah. I'm like, you know, like 
four or three or four times a year, I know for a fact, oh, we're going to have some quality time. Granted, we're going to be under the influence and be wasted, but it's still like that's quality time that I don't I don't want to miss out on like five years from now. Be like, man, I missed out on all those times, like for whatever reason, you know? Well, and even with that, I mean, I mean, granted, it was kind of a different world to like not last Christmas, but the Christmas before. But you came over in like December and like, I think we could go up. But I think people would find it funny that like we planned this amazing night. We just sat at my table and and like talked, like just really talked for like two or three hours. Then it was like, all right, yeah, let's just fire up some drinks or whatever. But like, yes. yeah, we just sat there and talked. I think that's always what my wife finds the funniest. Is like your idea of like a, a a crazy night out. I think in theory we have all the plans in the world to like we're gonna hit these bars and we're gonna go do this. Like we on paper do have a crazy night out. What sure. it ends up being is you and I sitting on your couch watching music videos right. and giggling. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's take a quick break right. when we come back uh besides the seahawks there's other stuff going on in the world of sports there is the ted smith has gone knee deep into the world of professional hockey you probably see more games than i have i i logged a lot of games this weekend because right, i've only seen one so you've seen a lot more than me right. when the mega cast returns ted and steve need a minute to jump in the shower and crush a beer the mega cast will be back Do you have very little energy? You know you do, and everyone can tell. You need a big, big energy drink. Even if you have average, average energy, one swallow of a big, big energy drink will pump you up. Big, big energy comes in a box or individually. Just put it in your front pocket so everyone will know you have big, big energy. Hey, you've got big, big energy. Yes. Yes, I do. Better use both hands, because we're going to give you a bunch of fluid ounces. Big, big energy. The energy drink that will have the thirsty asking, can I have a taste? Big, big energy drink. May not actually generate energy. Why are you listening to this crap? I'd rather listen to kids bop over this sh- The Megacast is back. Like watch SNL live. Uh oh, he gone crazy, living the nightlife. <laughs> That's so funny. Just <laughs> just I'm like, man, maybe we'll have our summer party in December this year. Now that things are open again, you're like, you're planning things already in December. We're not even in summer yet. I was like, say, we're not even six months out. It seems like we gotta get it on the books, which I respect. Yeah, when you when the moment you get home, it's like straight up. Dad times, and the moment you go, pretty much you go to bed because I don't go to bed much later than Tatum. I mean, she goes to bed at seven thirty. I'm like, we're like nine o'clock. All right, it's like go 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 go. It's like I don't ever like to put it in perspective. Like I love sometimes doing the podcast because from ten o'clock to eleven fifteen, I take a nap in our production room, <laughs> and I finally put up a sign saying "In use, do not disturb." Oh, nice! Because I was like, so many times people use that green room. To f- take phone calls? Take phone calls, and they keep coming in, even the same person, Eric, and it's like, okay, enough already, man. You know I'm sleeping in here. <laughs> we joke about it. It's not like he did this. He walked in once, woke me up. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's, it's cool. It's cool. 40 minutes later, walks back in again, and I'm like, still doing what you did, walked in on earlier, taking a nap. Yeah, and look, I get it, right? Because, like, Castle's the same way. And I'm the same way. Like, when I talk on the phone, I pace around and yep. stuff. But it's like, 
Right now, it's like, there's a bunch of empty studios. I was about to say, it's not like as if there isn't nine empty soundproof rooms and then conference rooms that they can easily walk into and nobody would blink an eye. That's what I do. Yeah. Don't go in the room, the one room that has a couch. Right. Like, I go in any other rooms. I sleep here. I took a nap in there this last summer when it was so hot because it's cold and air conditioned in there. It's so nice. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what, that little booth that uh, Rev uses that I edit up audio, that room gets freezing. It's a freaking igloo. It's right in the summertime. I'm just like, oh, there's so many nights where I'm like, I should just walk over there. But then I'm like, ah, Christ, it's 1230. Rev will be in there in a few hours. That's not going to be worth it. Dude, it's always the worst. Like when we're like playing beat MIGs, I go into that room for soundproof and I'm like, oh, crap, I need a hoodie. Because it's yeah. like, for, even for a minute in there, I feel like I'm doing like one of those like Russian baths. Like I go in one room, it's like normal temperature. Next room, I'm freezing my ass off. Yeah. I mean, as hot as it gets, you'll, it like, like by four o'clock on the show, I'm usually in a hoodie. Yep. And he's like, what's the hoodie? I'm like, it's chilly in that room. Like, yep. I'm happy it's cold in that room, but it like, it, for some reason, the, the main studio never seems to cool off that much. No. In the summer. Like, like it's that, like around nine o'clock, I notice our studio gets kind of chilly. All right. I'll usually pull out my KSW hoodie I keep here at work. Yeah, but that 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 little room just it's like all the air just goes in there. But I'll, I'll take that any day of the week. Then remember when we had a little bit like one year we were having issues with our heat and air, oh. and like every once in a while it would just jack up to like eighty degrees, and yeah. we could not lower it. And it was like it was one of the most brutal experiences. I mean, uh, I'm sure people know what it's like to be in a hot room, but it's just like when you're trying to talk and do a show, and you're just like want to take a nap. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, and you're trying to be entertaining, pitting out. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nowhere to go. Like, even if you're at a baseball game in the summertime and you're out in the outfield and you're just baking, mm-hmm. like, at a certain point, you'll go in the concourse, rack up some shade. <laughs> like, when you're just doing the show in a hot studio, it's like, yeah, so I'm just going to be here sweat, having sweaty palms for the next four hours. Speaking of uh, baseball, did you know at the Mariners they have a kid's play area? I did not. I didn't either. And I was Where's it at? Uh, I... I don't know. That's it's class. Like, that's baseball, though. It's like in the 300 level, I think. That makes sense. Like, there's a full-on like, little slide. It's like a little playground All for right. kids to play in. And I was like, because Sid and I are thinking about taking Tatum Memorial Weekend to- Oh, nice. And we're like, first babies, first Mariners game. We're joking. We're like, how many innings do you think we're going to last? I'm like, three at best. That but, seems to be the going rate for kids. Three yeah. Three or four. But with the playground, we could be there. If they, if they have a doubleheader, we'll be fine. Like, she'll yeah. just hang on that playground area. The entire, and then there's like 90 minutes before game time from like 90 minutes to 30 minutes prior to game time. There's a spot where you could go to get a picture with the Mariner Moose. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we're doing that. I was just so pumped. And when we're talking about it on the air, I'm like, I didn't know. Somebody like texts in and goes, can't believe you've been living here this long and say you're a Mariners fan. Didn't know that there's a kid's playground in the ballpark. And I'm like, I just had a kid two and Why a half would you years have ever looked for it? Right. I think it's weirder if I knew exactly where it was and I didn't have a child. Like, this is not on my radar. Like, I never once was like, Safe or T-Mobile Park's pretty sweet, but is there a kid's play area for this grown man that has no child? Yeah, and also, like, I don't know. I get it. There's a lot of people that go to a lot of baseball games, but for most of us, like, sorry, it's baseball, and it's the Mariners. Right. I go to, like, four or five games a year. I know where the pretzel's sold, right. and I know the pen. <laughs> okay, right. I was going to say, I know, I know where the beer stands are. I like. <laughs> Safe, by the way, Safeco has really good food. Yes, yeah. I mean, dude. like, like I, I've said for years, they should hold, they should have Hempfest there. Oh my gosh! Open up like they make a killing. Some of the vendors and stuff, just like this is great. They would make a killing. Yeah. Well, even like for my wife, who's vegan, there's good options there. And now that I've been eating 
plant-based. Plant-based Steve. I haven't really fully... like PBS. Yeah, that's a plant-based Steve in the house. Better than VS. That sounds like a... Veggie Steve? <laughs> yeah, or, or Vegan Steve. Vegan Steve. Stegan. Stegan. I'm Stegan. free Stephen. I'm Stegan. Hi. I was raw dog and broccoli last night. I feel you. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant... I cooked asparagus. <laughs> my piece smells weird today. Nice. And the agony yeah. of defeat. Spanning. Enchiladas. The Ted Smiths. Wide world of <laughs> They're Stegan. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. <laughs> Great popcorn. They've got Stegan flavors. Like Tuscan Joy. So it's funny you say enchiladas. <laughs> I don't know who listens to this podcast, but to this day, I still tell the story of your rehearsal dinner with Sid's family and the manicotti, and they're like, so it's like an Italian enchilada. (laughs) Okay, you're not wrong, but it's a manicotti. It's nothing like an enchilada, other than it's like a, it's in a cylinder kind of shape. And it's filled with cheese. It's like saying, these egg rolls, they're like enchiladas. Actually, they're more like enchiladas than a cannoli. <laughs> right, right. Now, I will say, watching the pure joy of adults who had never heard of or had a cannoli in their life. Right. It's like, Jesus. All right. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, it's pure on explosion in your mouth. Oh, yeah. They were pumped. I was yeah. just like, that was kind of fun. It's weird. Like, I, I always take for granted we grew up with Italians on the East Coast. So you like, just assume everyone knows what a cannoli is and also knows what they taste like. And look, I love Buca de Peppa. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like we're at some super crazy Italian place. Right, we're like, like in Manicotti, Little Italy. Manicotti is like, to me, it's like, right, like growing up, there was, everybody had spaghetti, pasta, yeah. and then it was like, yeah, lasagna, stuffed shells, and manicotti were like the thing. Oh, I think we're having lasagna tonight. Ah, I love lasagna. Dude, you and me both. And Heath, uh, no, uh, not Heathcliff. Garfield. Garfield. Do you like it cold? I'm totally fine with it cold. I, yeah, lasagna to me is like, chi- well, chili I don't eat cold, but like, for some reason, I, I just like Italian food cold. Yeah. But also- I can eat spaghetti cold. Yeah, and I feel like- it's kind of clumpy. Yeah, and I feel like for some reason, lasagna, like chili, almost tastes better the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm with you. Like, usually it's the leftovers from lasagna. Even when we heat it, it tastes better. Yeah, and I was watching a cooking show it, the other like, day. It absorbs like like everything, all the ingredients into the noodle better, I think. Something. Yeah, yeah, I was watching a food show and the dude, it was like a chili joint. The guy was like, oh no, we sit it overnight. We don't serve it till the next day. It's better that way. And I was like, all right, so I'm not insane. Dude, dropping all the meat and dairy, the only hard part is I'm, I'm not enjoying my Food Network shows as much as I used to. <laughs> yeah. like, I watched Man vs. Food and he had one of these challenges where he ate like a giant tub of ice cream with four waffles in it and all this whipped cream. And I'm like... I mean, there are plant-based versions of ice cream, and they're delicious, like the Ben & Jerry's brands. But it's just like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could give it up anymore. <laughs> the Coconut Bliss wasn't bad. No, no, very good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get that brand, and yeah, we were all excited because um, there's a Peppa Pig flavor at Menchie's. Ooh, nice. But it's not the vegan one. Ugh. So we can't go there until the Peppa Pig's gone, because there's no way Tatum's she, gonna... she, right. She's not going to see Peppa Pig and just let it go. Oh, we'd have a meltdown. I... Let... All right, I got to get to sports, but I, you know, last week, I think it was like Tuesday or something. Like, I was like, I don't know, man. I just feel like a piece of cheese. And got like a little, I'm like, yeah, you can't do that anymore. You can if you get like the right type. Like, my wife grabs like certain types of cheese, like the fake cheese, like Daya for certain things. But there's another brand that has like a pepper jack cheese. All right. That's freaking amazing. 
Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just feel like cutting off a little piece of cheddar and same, eating it. Same. Yeah. Or back when I was younger, grabbing one of those individually wrapped pieces of yellow cheese. American? Yeah. <laughs> so it's perfectly called American cheese because it's just such an American thing. This overly processed, unhealthy slab of cheese. It is, but also it's an amazing engineering feat. Why is that? Oh, God damn it. All right, we'll just we'll blow off sports. Okay. So I'm obsessed with a show called Foods That Built America on History, right? So the I watched one that was all about Mr. Kraft and how he started it. So at the turn of the 19th, 20th century, like people worked hard jobs, right? You worked assembly lines, yep. just, you know, like 1920s and stuff. So uh, meat was hard, you know, it's hard to keep, there's no refrigeration. So dairy was like a simple way for people to get big meaty cal- or big calories huh. and be fulfilled. But people also got sick from it all the time. So he came up with American cheese as a way to people to have like calories and dairy that wouldn't just go bad. Really? Yeah. So it's funny because like I, I always I have a soft spot for American slices. Like they're always in my fridge for sandwiches. But yeah, I was like, right. Like it was made for a good reason. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Grilled cheese. That's the way to go with those. Grilled cheese or to me, like I honestly like a hamburger. I like American cheese on it. Agreed. Hundred percent agreed. No, like, I'm not against, on it a little bit. Yeah, I'm not against cheddar, but like, mm-hmm. no, I don't know. Like, I, I like a Dick's Deluxe with, with American or a Dick's cheeseburger, just like slice of American on there. I don't know what's more impressive, that fact or the fact that you saw a documentary on cheese and decided to sit through it. Like, oh, I'm gonna watch this. Do you know who their number one competitor was? Oh, I'm gonna go with the Canadians. Paps. Paps like beer. Yeah. Yeah. They had a cheese? During, during Prohibition, they started making a cheese that was pretty close, but it was so close to Mr. Kraft. So a recipe, right? If You you can't really uh, copyright a recipe. Okay. Because if I just add a teaspoon instead of a tablespoon of something. Now it's no longer. It's no longer your recipe. Got to. But what he patented was the way to make this cheese. So Paps got into the business of making the cheese. They called it Papsette. And it was selling like crazy. So after Mr. Kraft wins the court case, Pap's like, I guess we'll shut down. And he's like, not so fast. Still make it. You just got to pay me some. Interesting. Yeah. And then just after Prohibition, they get back to making beer, kind of yeah, went like, away. Screw the cheese. Yeah. And then Velveeta shows up. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, dude, this show blows my mind. You would. You, what is it called? Foods That Built America. Foods That Built America. Is it on the Food Channel or like the History, History. Channel? Okay. I'll have yeah. to check it out. Yeah. I, I don't, they might be done with the new episodes, but usually Sunday night they play a bunch of them back to back. Adam Richmond's on there as well. Man versus Food. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, how's he doing on that? Because, you know, he had a little bit of a run where he seemed kind of douchey. Uh, I like him. Yeah. I mean, I, he's a Tottenham fan, which is tough to I would take. say he's a soccer fan. I figured you might like it. A little snarky. I think I think he just went through a period where, and I don't blame him. Like he was that show. He was. Then he was kind of tired. And he's like, I'm not doing food challenges anymore. Somebody told me it almost killed him. Yes. Just between like eating all those calories and then trying to work it off, it was like not good for his heart. And then he like got on social media, and like took shots at people who like don't like lose weight or something like that. I think that pissed some people off. He's like, you're the man versus food guy, <laughs> right? Because right, because he started dropping pounds, and people yep. were like, what are you doing? And he's like, or like he posted, yeah. So I, I go back on fourth of him. I like him. I think he's a great mm-hmm. TV host. I don't know that he's the kind of guy I would hang out with. Right. Whereas the other guy, now Casey hosts. Webb, 
He can have a, he can hang out in our slumber party. I don't, right. He, he seems awesome. He seems like the most fun human being in the world. That's what I love about Man vs. Food. And I also, I love that. I mean, I love the original version. The original version might be better, but for some reason, I love watching the new one because Casey just seems like the guy. He seems like one of us. Correct. And Casey, <laughs> right, like with Adam, Rich, a good time. with Adam Richman, like, we could eat some crappy stuff, but like, we're probably going to a good restaurant to get something specific. Whereas like Casey, it'd be like, yeah, man, I don't Let's just get a bag of dicks and drink some beers. Right. And he's up. I don't think I like Casey Webb. At any point, if the recipe calls for a beer, you, they always show him <laughs> slugging the beer on the side. He is no stranger to a pint of beer on yeah, that show. I just love that he's like, he's the only one that I've seen do food challenges where there's like a pint of beer there. Well, I love about I was it. like, my man. He's the best. Yeah. All right. We got to get out of here. I know you got to go do your show. Yeah, but just, hockey's been great. NHL. Great job. I yes. talked about it on my podcast. Talked about it on the men's room. Oh. Just. Unbelievable weekend games and play. Even my buddy Sean was like, "I don't really care about hockey." He's like, "Dude, you're right. Playoff hockey is a different beast." It's next level, dude. Even my my wife's family are watching. They never yeah. cared about hockey, and all of a sudden, like one of our cousins, like, "What do you think about this Toronto team?" I'm like, "Dude, they're gonna blow it. Don't even think about it." And they ended up blowing it. Which I watched was Steve. How bad am I? I watched that on C butt just to hear the heartbreak. Yes. yes. <laughs> like I said. I want to see them lose in the first round in an epic fashion. If they don't, then I want to see them win the cup. And they ended up losing, so that's fine. Battle of Alberta, I'm excited about that. Oilers and Flames, the Battle of Florida, nobody's excited about that unless you're in Florida. No. Uh, yeah. I'm cheering for the Blues. Just, yes. The hell with Colorado. F Colorado. They're too good. They're better than every team in there. Yeah. But yeah, I'm rooting for the Flames, I think. All and right. Either team that comes out of that series, I'm going to root for, I think. Yeah, and Colorado and Edmonton just, to me, have the two biggest stars. Yes. Yes, 100%. So, but I like the star in Edmonton. I don't really care about the stars enough. I just do not like Colorado. Yeah, I'm with you. Plus, I don't want to see them win a cup a year after getting rid of Grubauer. I know we all crap on Grubauer. Not I, personally. I like Grubauer. But, you know, a lot of people do. I don't want to see them getting rid of their star goalie and then winning the cup. That just, that, that just bothers me. Yes. And next week, remind me, I have hockey questions for you. Let's do it. All right. Next week. It's next just, week. Next week's episode. Hockey talk. Hockey talk. Between the pucks. With Stegen. With Stegen and Shted. <laughs> Follow us on, on Twitter <laughs> at the Megacast. Yeah, man. <laughs> See ya. See ya.